Well, hello everybody. I am Matt Williamson, and just when I wasn't sure what to talk about, the Steelers go trade for Allen Robinson. Um, I don't know what to think of it, to be honest with you. So I am honestly recording this about three minutes after hearing the news. I was on another podcast, and news broke while I was. Check out Peacock and Williamson on the Locked On Network. Do that every day. Um, so I don't know what to think. So some initial thoughts. This is a very organic conversation we're having here. Was thinking it over, my initial thoughts were, I assume it's a late round pick. And maybe by the time you hear this, we'll know this stuff. I mean, it sometimes it takes a while. And he still has to pass a physical, so he's got to get in town and all those things. So I assume it was a late round pick. I assume the Rams are picking up a big chunk of his salary. Um, maybe a conditional pick would make a lot of sense based on playing time, production. Um, the Rams need every pick they can get. I mean, they're totally rebuilding and are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. But you could turn his 2023 base salary into a signing bonus. Um, he's 10 million base, but he's 18.5 against their cap, which he's not close to being worth 18.5, especially after the miserable season he had a year ago. But you could convert seven and a half of that into the signing bonus and still have some cap savings. So again, I'm, I'll do more homework on all these items. Um, what they gave up, how it affects the cap, but. Some things I'm certain about now are I think they didn't love this wide receiver draft class, and I don't either. And especially for what they're looking for, I think they're looking for a bigger bodied guy. Tillman from Tennessee, Mingo from Minnesota or Mississippi were both visits. They're big slots that can also go outside. There's just not many big bodied wide receivers in this draft class. So if you'd get shut out on those two, you'd be in trouble. Um, I think they're more slot-ish than Allen Robinson. Um, we've talked about Austin and Miller quite a bit in the past, but I think they still have a role, mostly out of the slot, but not exclusively. Um, so again, let's talk slot here a little bit. Robinson has slowed down and he is a crafty dude, but pulling up the numbers on it, He's only played 28% of his snaps in the slot his whole for his whole career, which is a low number. I mean, 71% of them are on the outside, out wide. But lately, it's been higher. You know, at the beginning of his career, here, here here's his slot percentage by season. He was a rookie in 2014, 12%, then 15%, then up to 21%. He... Only played, he didn't really play in 2017. He only played one snap in 2017. He was hurt. Um, to scratch that. But in 2018, he played 40% of his snaps in, in the slot, and then 41% in 2019, 29% in 2020, 36% in 2021, and 34%, I'm rounding off, in last year with the Rams, his only year with the Rams. And he was miserable with the Rams. I mean, he only had 51 targets, caught 33 of them, fine. Um, yards per catch, 10.3, only three touchdowns, but only 339 yards in a Rams uniform. Really bad. Now, 
I don't reference fantasy a lot, but some. Going into last season, I got Allen Robinson in every one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, you know, I loved him. I, I thought he was vastly underrated in Jacksonville, vastly underrated in Chicago. Any of you that owned him in fantasy realized, boy, did he kill your team because you, you started him, you started him, started him, and he did nothing to the point you finally just had to bench the guy. Um, so his story, I'm sure a lot of you remember him at Penn State, second round pick, big body dude, you know, six three. 211 was never fast, but he was always very good at the catch point. Um, he is, he'll be 30 years old soon. So, right when the season's opening, he turns 30. I didn't love his effort last year, and there has been some talk that he is not the greatest worker. I, I mean, I can't confirm that. I don't know the dude. I'm sure they know a lot about him. He went to Penn State and he's been in the league a long time. That must not be a concern. But I would worry, you know, in terms of he's not exactly going to be that Hayward Bay leader in the young wide receiver room. I don't know if he is or not, to be honest with you. But you've heard those rumblings. And like the entire Ram team last year, so to be fair, the entire Ram team looked extremely disinterested after winning the Super Bowl and then their their season went to garbage. So there's that. Um, and again, he was quite bad. But the reason I loved him so much for fantasy, and there's like fifth round pick or something like that, was I've told you guys about Matt Harmon and reception perception. He has been a reception perception darling for his career. And runs all the routes, in-breaking routes, goes up and gets the football, contested catch guy, wall people off, good hands, outs, slants. Digs, comebacks, probably not much of a go route runner, which I kind of like to hear because all I do is talk about, damn, they ran too much, too many go routes. Um, but as, as recently as 2020, which in NFL years is a long time, he was really, really good for the Bears. I mean, that was, he had 102 catches that year. The year before that, he had 98 catches, you know, 1,200 yards, 1,100 yards. He had a 1,400 yard season, his second season with the Jags. And everyone talks about this. I mean, this is kind of what Allen Robinson's known for was he makes bad quarterbacks look good, starting with Christian Hackenberg at Penn State, um, Blake Bortles with Jacksonville. The Bears never had a good quarterback. And then last year, Stafford got hurt too. So, like, this guy's never really played with a good quarterback. Um, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like the Odell, you know, uh, signing, except you're not paying him a ton of money. You know, you're kind of – they were the same draft class. You know, you're you're hoping you get the the guy that he once was. And my hunch is they probably do not draft a wide receiver now. So that's my initial takes. Um, to be honest, again, this is Tuesday afternoon. I wasn't sure what I was going to write about this week, but thankfully the Steelers made this little move and I will write a much more extensive article um, breaking down a lot more of what we talked about, but deeper for tomorrow. So uh, I'll be back in one minute and we have a short final segment here. All right, we are back. Um, last thing to discuss is Sears brought three guys in for visits um, today. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Now, 
I think he's a really good player. I don't think he'll be there at 32. I would actually consider him at 17 with one caveat. Two years ago, as a left tackle, he was okay. I mean, he was fine. He was not, not great. Switched to the right tackle, and he was dominant. Shut down Will Anderson. Now, I someone in the media, I don't know who it is, t- you know, tweeted out that right is a right tackle only. And he wrote back, you have no idea what you're talking about. I can do either. Blah, blah, blah. Now, he should tell teams, sure, I'll do whatever you want. Draft me high. Give me millions. You know, but if I have him in for a visit, I would strongly consider him at 17 if you and him are interested in playing left tackle and think you can excel doing it. Now, I've had this conversation a lot. It's not like, boy, he's too heavy-footed to play the left side. He has to be a right tackle only. Those days are gone. You know, you, right tackles have to block you know, TJ Watt. I mean, Von Miller. I mean, Khalil Mack. I mean, the list goes on and on. You can't be heavy-footed against anybody in the league anymore. And he isn't. You know, I think he has every capability of playing either side. But if he's very uncomfortable playing the left side, well, then that doesn't add up to me. You know, I mean, it's like if you can't write with your left hand, if you're right-handed, I'm not going to ask you to, you know. But maybe that all can be learned. You know what I mean? So that's my only question with the Steeler fit with right. Now, I'm sure some of you are like, well, just put him at right tackle and move Chooks. That's also an option. And Chooks has played the left side. But why mess with two spots? Because Chooks is very comfortable, played a ton of snaps next to Daniels. I think the right side of the line is in really good shape. Why mess with it? So that's my thoughts on him. Um, The other two that came in today are Clayton Toon, quarterback from Houston. Um, Drafting a quarterback late makes a lot of sense. I mean, we've talked about this a lot too, that – they have two guys on the roster right now. I mean, I'm talking like seventh round, sixth round. I know they don't have a sixth round pick, but it, you know, late on day three. Toon's a good player. He'd fit the mold. You're going to take four quarterbacks to camp. You have two. So you want to take two undrafted free agents to camp? You can still call Rudolph too. You know, So the fact that they brought in a quarterback, though, implies to me, again, and I'm sure some of you guys will roll your eyes at it, that one of those seventh round picks has a very good chance to be a quarterback. Last guy in today is was Darnell Washington from Georgia. Williamson loves his tight ends. I sure do. I was thrilled that he was there. And to be honest, I was at the facility today recording some video stuff for Steelers.com. Walked right past him, turned to Dale Lawley. I'm like, that has to be Darnell Washington because it was a 6'8 dude with a Georgia zip up. And... OTAs are going on as we speak. So I'm thinking, do they have anyone on the roster from Georgia? Um, at that point, it wasn't revealed that Washington was one of the, uh, the the guests today. That wasn't public knowledge at the time. That was just a couple hours ago. Wow, though. I mean, walking past that dude, he's 6'8". He's chiseled. He is – I can't imagine guarding him. And frankly, I mean, most of you don't have the luxury ever of being next to an NFL player or let alone walking around an NFL facility. It always makes your jaw drop no matter what you do it. Like, wow, these are different human beings than me. But even amongst NFL players, Washington is very impressive to walk past. And I love him on tape. I would love to see him at 32. I mean, now that you have Robinson too, 
I think a you know a, a tight end should not be off the table. Uh, it, it implied to me that they feel the same way that they brought him in this late in the process. So that's what I got for you today. I'm gonna do a lot more Allen Robinson work and write something up for you for tomorrow. 